0: Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. This week we cover Psycho Man. Many moons
1: ago, a nameless evil was imprisoned in a place far beyond reach.
0: Hurry up!
1: If he were ever to be released, it would spell certain doom for all existence.
0: Is that fear I smell? Born to pieces, and I will treat your screams huh. as I. Rip. Is this yours? Oh. Um, uh, B? Oh my god. The gem of Praxedike. Whoever wields it is able to command me. Go over there. And wait for us to come back in the morning. You will suffer an eternity for this. Bye! Mom, Dad, I watched the meet Psycho Gorman, PG for short, I will bathe in your blood. Don't worry. Be worried. Slow down! He's gonna kill everybody. Not unless I tell him to.
1: What did you three maniacs get up to? Um...
0: This is getting
1: a little weird. This sick game must come to an end. She will enslave the galaxy into endless servitude. Kill him! Cool. ultimate evil has awoken.
0: There's a new god in town. And his name? Psycho Gorman. It was nice meeting you. It would be nicer if you were dead. Alright, bye. Just trying to find, sound more Psycho gorman he doesn't sound like that, though. He sounds way more awesome than that.
1: Yeah. Well, he is the Archduke of nightmares.
0: <laughs> we rented this off of Amazon Prime. It was like six bucks worth every dollar, I have to say. So you already know what my score is going to be later on. So I just let you see a, a insight. A
1: little sneak preview there.
0: There you go. Uh, it's written and directed by Steven Kostansky. And he also wrote, co-wrote and also directed The Void, which was very popular when it came out. I had mixed feelings about it. I don't know whether or not we did a podcast about it. I... No,
1: I don't think we did, but it was good. But it was one of those ones where you could definitely see all the movies that they really liked were it was pretty evident what movies they thought were cool. Yeah, it was that. like
0: Hellraiser meets the Thing meets
1: uh, the Beyond was in there. Oh or, yeah, there uh, was
0: yeah. what wasn't in there would be the question. But fine, you know, it was enjoyable.
1: It was enjoyable, and I kind of looked at it like because it was a crowd thing, and they made the whole thing for very little money. And I kind of looked at it like, hey, this is these guys audition tape to do something better, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I have to say though. Production value though, the yes, they only stayed literally inside the hospital, but I mean everything looked really fucking good.
1: Yeah, well, that's probably the best way to do it. If you're gonna have a limited amount of money, you just set it in one place.
0: Well, that kind of segues into the makeup effects because
1: yeah, he did has done a lot of makeup on shows that he didn't even direct. Uh, now he did direct *Levichon Returns*, which I haven't seen, but he also worked as did the prosthetics on that. He's done uh, makeup effects on Suicide Squad, Crimson Peak, uh, Hannibal, which I can only imagine the kind of crazy shit he was doing on Hannibal because that show was out of control. Uh, Even the Silent Hill, the the one called Revelation, a couple of the Resident Evil movies.
0: uh, He's done some stuff. Everything. (laughs) What hasn't he done? So this film, uh, basically when the film started... I was like, oh, this is the gate because it reminded me so much of the gate. Um, you have these two kids playing in the backyard. They, you know, they, they invent some crazy freaking game, crazy balls or something. Yeah, it's called crazy ball. <laughs> crazy ball. And it leads them to like digging a hole and they No, no,
1: he's not digging a hole. He's digging his own grave. Because the sister says, if you lose, you have to dig your own grave. Okay. So he has to dig a six foot hole in the ground so that she can bury him alive. That's the kind of girl she is.
0: I should also tell you that, and I'm just going to say this now. The girl in the movie, the character, she's insane. So that's the only reason why. I mean, there were parts of the movie where I was just like, what? Like what is going on in this film? This fucking chick is crazy.
1: Oh yeah, she's a hardcore sociopath.
0: Yeah, big big time. Um and like some I don't know. I guess it's just it's supposed to be lighthearted, but I just I felt bad. I was like I hope there's like no child like this in the world because this this child needs some some therapy. <laughs> yeah, she needs a lot of therapy. <laughs> Fine. She's digging he's digging a hole uh his own grave. And Lo and behold, she finds some crazy-looking amulet. Now, you do, like, all 80s movies, you know, from back in the day. There is, like, an opener where you have, like, the, the crawl, and it's going to yeah. tell you uh, some back information, and all that information is about the ancient alien overlord um, and where he came from, which also had a really crazy freaking name of the planet. I... Gygax. Gygax. How could I forget that? Gygax. Yes. So
1: of course, if you've ever played Dungeons & Dragons, the creator of that was Gary Gygax. So I feel like they might have been reaching for that there.
0: That was not the only time where you noticed something from...
1: Yeah, there was a lot of similar things.
0: Dungeons & Dragons. Um, so, yeah, but when you look at the picture of Steven, um, you are like, oh, okay, that just makes so much sense. This guy... Definitely played. He definitely D&D. played
1: D and D and watched a lot of Star Trek. And apparently, he worked on Star Trek so, so you know that makes sense.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Shad, uh, I don't even know how to like describe the movie without really not ruining it because it's you know it's fairly new and people should just just go watch it and you know enjoy. It. Come back and let us know how you how you, what do you think about it. And that's all we have for the podcast. Thanks so much. <laughs>
1: Well, you, you should mention the, you know, of course, when they find this amulet, it's hidden inside a uh, like a crypt kind of thing. I don't know what you would call it, but they have to put in the secret code to open it, which it just shows her randomly just push them like in order. One, two, three, four, five. And it opens. Then later we see one of the aliens on the other planet when they ask him, did you put like a particularly difficult code on that thing? And he's like, oh, yes, the most difficult of all. Only the most brilliant mind could solve it. It was literally just like one, two, three, four, five. She just punched him in order. So it wasn't that tough a code.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like, it was like the joke of like people putting their codes like zero 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 or one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so your they- your
1: password is trust no one, you know, like oh they won't even allow that anymore. The last time I tried to use that on a website, they were like, No, we can't you can't. That everybody knows that password now.
0: It's not safe. So Psycho Gorman comes about and Let's just skip to the part where he's ripping some vagrants' heads off because that's the part that I was just like, whoa, (laughs) the effects are pretty freaking good. There is some times where you can see when uh, Gorman is walking or when he's like sitting and standing up, you can see the suit like kind of fold a little bit, but it doesn't take away. I mean, it didn't for me. I noticed it, but it didn't totally throw me out of the movie where I was just like, this is unbelievable. The shit that he says is magnificent i mean he is really you know this ancient overlord he just wants to fucking kill everybody that's like his number one thing he has no care for children puppies babies no one everyone is in his line of like murder <laughs> yep
1: and the thing with the amulet is that the amulet allows whoever holds it to control him of course, the amulet is being held by uh, Mimi, the course psychopath girl, and she immediately wants him to do things like she just says right off the bat, eh, "Pick my brother up and spin him around until he's sick." So she has no care about you know turning this monster loose on the world, and uh I love how they bring. She brings him back a, uh, a TV and hooks the TV up and goes, here you can watch some TV." And I brought you this magazine with hunky boys in it. and They have the line that I love, where he looks at it and he like flips it open. And there's like a boy, like shirtless, without shoes.
0: But what, before he's like, "I don't." He, well, he he's said, looking. He said,
1: I, "I don't care about hunky boys." And he looks at the picture and goes, "Or do I?" <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the hell? <laughs> he definitely has a personality. Yeah, he has a very big personality, which is you know fair because he's like fucking eight feet tall. Like how huge is this like person, man?
1: Yeah, he he was pretty good giant, and of course this attracts the attention of the people who. Uh, imprisoned Psycho Gorbin thousands of years ago,
0: which I call them the Round Table of cool-looking aliens.
1: Yeah, and there's <laughs> yeah. so many of them on there that were. There were a few that were just like, uh, at least one of them I could see easily have been in a Star Trek episode, just because he's just kind of a weird-looking guy with like a funny wig. But my favorite of the council that imprisoned him was the one that has the robotic body. Then he has like a bubble on the, for the head and inside the head is what looks like a skinned human face. And apparently it's very sensitive because from time to time one of the other aliens will cover his eyes when something strange is happening. They're like, oh no, he doesn't need to see that. So he's a sensitive like head in a jar on a robot body.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, um, yak, 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 yak.
1: The uh, Mars Attacks aliens. Yes,
0: kind of looks like like the shrunken. I mean, I know they had like a big bulbous head, like the exposed brain, but it like if you shrunk that down, yeah. And you put him in, you know, the huge like astronaut helmet, clear with a robot body, like, robot yeah. body. It's really looking. It's really cool looking. And when I saw that, I was like the first remade Star Trek film should be fucking ashamed of themselves because they're living in the, you know, they're in the Federation. They're supposed to have all these amazing looking aliens. And this is the time to fucking show it because now you could show it because there's the fucking technology and everything's going to look amazing. And then there was like two aliens in the whole movie. And this movie is like indie-esque movie and it has like six fucking aliens and they all have different looks and they all look fucking great.
1: Yeah, Star Trek could have easily done something like this. I mean, he didn't have to be a main character, but the guy working the console in the corner exactly. could have easily been this, like, alien that reminded me. He looks like a little bit like some of the aliens that are in uh, Mass Effect, the one that looked kind of like the gray alien. He looked a little bit like the aliens from Mass Effect uh, game. They could have had somebody like that in there easily, but they just always cheap out on it. They're like, oh, here's a guy with green hair. He's got a weird eyeball or something. Yeah, show me something different.
0: Yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed the aliens. And they all had their own, you know, um, personalities. Each of them wasn't,
1: yeah, they all had their own personality and they all had like a feel to them. Like you kind of wanted to know all these people. You were like, I would totally, especially later on when the people come to kill Psycho Gorman, I think my favorite that they sent was like the anthropomorphic tub of human body parts It's just like a big tub full of human body parts. And blood. And blood with arms and legs. I didn't even remember if there's... I don't remember if there's any eyes or anything. There's just like a circle where you can see the body parts floating in it. And it just sprays blood like a pressure sprayer at people. And you're like, what the hell is that?
0: Yeah. you. There was a lot of creative thought behind every... Alien that they were gonna have in here, and it was you know, shit that you have not seen. Like, it was all very, I mean, there might have been some similarities here and there, but overall, the look of them was like freak, they were fantastic. And I'm in, I was interested in each and every one of them, I wanted to know all their backstories. Now, heading that table was a woman s because we don't really know if she, you know, what her sex is. I'm gonna assume she's a woman. um and she was like a cross between uh, the Weeping Angel from Doctor Who and like a robot. She's yeah. She's very crazy, cool-looking, big wings, all white, blind. I mean, she doesn't even. She doesn't have no like facial features. She's because she's in like a whole like um like battle wear. Yeah. You know, and you know. <laughs> um, Of course, when shit goes wrong and you have, you know, your arch nemesis is out there, you're going to have to go handle that shit yourself because you can't let anyone else. They already failed by losing um, the whole, it's the gem of of Praxidice, which is the thing that's controlling um, Gorman. That was already lost. So she's going to have to go down to earth and take care of this. And she just conjures up some random you know girl and literally makes her into like a flesh cube and then takes over her body yeah and the flesh cube i mean that scene is just so like Hellraiser-esque ask slash like
1: yeah she literally just shrinks her into like just you see her just squished down and there's just like a pulsing cube of uh human flesh that she just takes and then it's like all right i'll take her form now
0: uh what was your favorite part of the film
1: uh, my favorite part is where they're out, they're playing the feel good music and they're riding around on the bike with Psycho Gorman and they pass by a girl that just says, take the Halloween costume off. It's not Halloween, you freak. And he just looks at her and she just explodes into a pile of guts. So he just randomly murdered a child and no one was even upset about it. The, the two on the bike just kind of laughed like the brother and sister just kind of laughed and they just keep on riding with him. Hu- no one was bothered by this.
0: The humor is very dark. Now, we, ha- I have to say there was a little friend that they had. <laughs> little, you know, boy next door kind of thing that would come over and play with them. And Mimi did not want him to leave to go home because, you know, she's very selfish. She only thinks of herself. So she decides uh, with the help of Gorman, she asks Gorman, well, Gorman asked her, do you want me to like, you know have him be with you always and she says yes and he becomes a like a brain blob yeah, it's and, like a
1: brain with eyes and tentacles
0: and it's very sad like i i mean <laughs> i know it's supposed to be it's not a sad movie but it's so fucking dark because spoiler alert he never reverts back to his normal self he is now this gelatinous like
1: brain blob brain blob to just bobs around town and
0: he even asks her like am I gonna like go back to my old self and she just shrugs it off like no this is you now like get over it just be happy with yourself and And I love you forever and I'm gonna love you and I'm just like what? and
1: he's just kind of like okay
0: yeah now, Psycho Gorman, one of his stuff, uh, he, they ask him something, or they're, they're like, oh, what's love? I think it, that was a question. What's love? And I think he says, like, I- is it like when you rip out your enemy's spine, you give it to the grieving family? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of shit that he's fucking, like, just throwing all his lines in the movie are just hilariously, like, mind-boggling and fucking way out there. Um Oh, man. The only semi-normal person in the whole fucking movie is Greg, which which is uh, Mimi's brother. I don't even know. No, I thought his name was Luke. I thought his name was Greg.
1: See, that was part of the joke in the movie, too, is no one could remember his name. So maybe we were just falling into the same trap as everyone else. We can't remember his name.
0: Damn. Because I
1: thought his name was Luke, because that's why... I thought the other kid was Luke. No, the other kid was Isaac, or something like that. Let's look. Let's settle this debate.
0: Well, thank you. Please stand by. His name is Luke. So Luke, why did, you know what was. um, I think the dad might have
1: been uh, Greg.
0: You know, yeah, they have parents. Yes, the dad is Greg. Um, There you go. Um, Which is a very uh Brady esque name, and they were nothing like the Brady's because the parents were terrible.
1: Alistair was the brother, or I'm sorry, the friend next door. Alistair,
0: oh, Alistair, oh, poor Alistair, yeah, yeah, he, he gets a bad, bad times for him. I really like the whole um, I the battle in the end was okay. My favorite part is when the aliens, which were his appointed like um, people he basically, uh, his race and other races were being enslaved. I'm just going to call that the weeping angel was enslaved by the weeping angel. Um, and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like race, there you go. Weeping angel race. And he finds the gem of paroxys, you know, while he's doing you know he's digging a trench
1: basically yeah digging a trench for him for whatever reason
0: and that's how he gets his like ultimate power and then he's able to have his other people that were there all the other slaves revolt with him and then you know they all get together and kind of like overthrow and kill everyone and get their revenge and they just never stop the killing to some extent But the crazy thing is, is like, mind you, he's been gone for quite a bit. But these people now come back to Earth by, you know, the command of the Weeping Angel because now they kind of serve her because she kind of like let them live, and now they're after him. And it is a gang of crazy, like you mentioned, the one with the there was a witch. The witch is my favorite one.
1: Yeah, there's a witch. There's a guy who looks like he was made for Clash of the Titans. He even has like the mechanical owl. Yeah. a mechanical owl bird thing on his shoulder and yeah they're all insane
0: um i i don't even i don't even think i'll ever see anything like this ever again i really love and this is not the same person but it you know if you liked a uh, turbo kid mm. like that has like the same kind of like world you know into in regards to like the, all the crazy shit that goes on and like the different people that you see and stuff like that it kind of had like the same vibes for me even though that one's not set on obviously this is like Earth Modern Day um Psycho Goreman you know it's I, not like
1: other movies in that The typical way they could have done this would be like, oh, the little girl's kind of a psychopath. The alien's evil. Together they learn what love is and they become better people and they they get to be better friends. He becomes a nicer guy. He promises not to stop or to stop killing people and all this. No, none of that happens.
0: None of that happens. What you think is going to happen doesn't happen and it just totally takes a whole other direction and I hope there's a sequel.
1: No one learns any lessons. Everyone is just as horrible when they leave this movie as they were when they came into it. If anything, they might even be a little worse because now they're like, "Oh, okay, I can get, totally get away with this shit."
0: There's several scenes, uh, or two or three, that where Psycho Gorman says that you know the best kind of death is to get devoured, to have to devour your enemy. Um, as a warrior's death.
1: Yeah, so when you're done, he will just eat you.
0: Yes, and let me tell you, it looked wicked as fuck. Like, I would had to turn away. I was just like, oh my gosh, that's crazy looking.
1: Yeah, when he just decides, well, you died honorably, so I will grant you a warrior's death. Oh, no, please don't. Yeah. Please, please don't.
0: There were several of them that it did ask, beg to not be uh, eaten because it is just a terrible experience. I don't know if he, like, chews them or swallows them whole. Like, well, no, he does swallow them whole, but I don't know if he, like, how he digests them. The well, whole apparently not very about... well, because
1: he threw up part of the one right after he ate him, so... Oh... Yeah, it's pretty intense.
0: yeah I'm not really one for gore, and there is... I mean, hello, there's yeah. gore in the damn name of the movie. Um, but for this movie, I definitely put my gore, you know, issues aside... And the issue with the gore is, it's like, when there's nothing but gore and you have no storyline, then I'm like bothered because you're just trying to get off by having all this gore. And I, what's the point of that for me? I don't want to see that. I want to see something along with it. This actually does have a storyline and the gore happens to just happen, you know, for Yeah, it brings it along.
1: There's reasons for it. And when it's this over the top and ridiculous, it's not this, it's not quite the same. This is like complaining about too much action in an action movie, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they go a little over the top with it, but it's fine. At no point are you ever like, oh, this is boring. It's because it's always innovative and something new.
0: It is. I give this film three and a half knives.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. Um, I just wish they'd had a little bit more money so they maybe could have gone a few more places because they're basically always either in the house or the backyard behind the house, which is probably whatever park they could film in without permission.
0: <laughs> I mean I disagree, sir. They also were in a football field. They were in a school. They were in a in um they were in the, the vagrant uh junkyard. They were also in space in the spaceship. I mean they they were also on a planet when they showed like the Gorgax uh, the Gygax, like planet. Yeah, I mean, they were in several different places. Could they have expanded? I mean, they were walking the street in the whole montage scene. I guess they there could have had more, but there was more than the average, just like indie indie film where it's just like two rooms. They they you know they were in places, but you do want to see more of Gorman. Uh, not so yeah, much I'd of like Beamy to see him. Kids.
1: I would like to see him go into some places too, like. Can you imagine him just going through the mall?
0: Yes, that w- sequel. He Psycho Gorman Goes to the Mall. Yeah,
1: oh that'd be hilarious. like the just something ridiculous like that. Psycho Gorman goes
0: to the mall. Psycho Gorman Mall Madness. It's a, <laughs> it's a mix of the movie and my favorite eighties game. There you go. There you go. You know? He he doesn't need uh credit cards and cash because he's just gonna kill you and get his shit anyway. So, you know. Fair enough. <gasps> him against Valley Girls can he go back in time to the eighties? I mean, I had, there's so many. <laughs> I want to see definitely more of Psycho Goreman. Hopefully, we are able to get more of that because I just love him. as like, he's my favorite character so far. Uh, I would say between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, so far he's number one for me. Heart Psycho Goreman. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Jump Scare.